Welcome to That Wrestling Podcast. Welcome to That Wrestling Podcast. It's Jason, and you know, I host the Christmas episode every year. So this is practice because our uh, normal host, Brian, who doesn't seem to be here very much anymore. Like, he used to be the, he was the, uh, the street, he was like the Cal Ripken for the longest time, but he's not here anymore. Or tonight, tonight. We're not, we're not getting rid of him. So this is practice for me hosting. Kevin's here. Joe's here. Brian is on assignment. And uh, just before we even start, we are recording on Wednesday before Dynamite. And uh, Joe, I had nothing to do with the Joe suck sign at Raw. <laughs> I'm blaming you. I'm blaming I the funny thing is I didn't like I wasn't the first to notice it. We're watching Raw. I look over to like get a drink or something, and my wife goes, <laughs> Joe sucks. And I'm like, what? And I missed it. And I had to rewind it. And I'm like, she's like, Yeah, it was clear as day. Joe sucks. I'm like someone wow. obviously used a Sharpie and bubble letters this time. On a very neon same cardboard, the same that you used. But I think they use the Sharpie or maybe even like the uh, permanent marker, you know, that has like the half an inch wide. Thicker. It wasn't thick. that thick, but it was thick enough. And it was, it was pretty far, far. And it was far enough away where yeah. the lights weren't on it. So if you're for those who are making signs, if you are in the first three rows ringside like I was because I'm a baller, a baller. you baller. have to get bigger font because the lights drown out your sign. But if you're further away, it's easier to see. Joe, I think you're cool. No, just kidding. You suck. <laughs> so you're saying for so, her. So what's funny is. Us cheapos. What's funny is. Joe sucks has made two Ross. Uh-huh. Jason equals Mark. I'm going to still count as one. Zero. Because, no, it was still. You have to really look for it. But it was there. No one can see it. I mean, we can go back to our clip playlist on our. Yeah, we'll do that on the Twippies. Biggest and, fail. Yeah, I mean, you could see that it didn't, you couldn't see Jason sucks. It said Joe really sucks. Uh, oh. Jason's super cool. Like your highlight reel from your experience at Raw that night. But we're yes, not. Yes, because I, I always wear Michigan gear. Ah. So uh, Raw on Monday was pretty awesome, right? Yes. Yeah. I was a little behind, and you guys were all texting, and I just like... Well, I, it started bad with the signs, but after that, it went really well. <laughs> I think that sign set... That's it. It set the tone. It set the, the tone. set the tone for the entire night. Uh, Kevin, what did you think of Raw? I, uh... uh it was... The, the wrestling itself was great, but it was the mic and the, and the video clips that made it Top shelf for me. Like yeah. Nakamura, amazing. Uso in the back. So much freaking passion, man, from Jay. The dude has always been great on the mic. Individual, it makes it seem like, damn, Jimmy. Jimmy is still being the Uso from before, right? Jay is evolving. That's the difference between both of them right now. Jay is evolving. So much passion. And I'm just like, damn, with that, maybe he will beat Seth. And then you see that banger of a match at the end. It was a quick three hours, feeling somewhat under the weather this week. Uh, so that's the only downside is like I was kind of feeling a little cruddy, but Raw made me still get so excited to stay up those entire three hours, still feeling kind of sick uh, throughout the week. 
is because it was an amazing show. Joe? Started off as a banger and didn't stop. The old, uh, Drew McIntyre is like turning into my new favorite character on all wrestling shows. Because he's, uh, like I said a couple weeks ago, and it's like really clarifying it, he's not a heel. He's not a face. He's just Drew. Misunderstood. No, no, no. He's Mr. Common Sense. Everything he's saying is common sense. It's right. And I love the, (laughs) I didn't say the name and they all chanted CM Punk, but the thing is, he did the same thing. I guess we're in the land of, you get released, fired, you get to do your own thing, and then you come back and all's forgiven, open arms. It's like, yeah, that's the WWE. It's been like that for years. Yeah, but, I mean, uh, with yeah, the, he's been awesome. With no CM Punk, no Rhea Ripley, no Finn Balor, uh, surprising of how good uh, Monday Night Raw was. And another thing absent from Raw, the word yeet. Yeet. Uh, Casey Huffman is a pro wrestler out of West Virginia, has owned the trademark to the word yeet since 2021. So therefore, no more yeet on Raw, no more yeet uh, apparel, shirts, hoodies, boxer shorts, socks, anything. Uh, It was a good run, Jay. I guess you just have your arms going up and down now. No more catchphrases. Unless he comes up with something else. Uh, I mean, it was confusing that he was wearing his main event uh, shirt again. I'm like, wait a minute. They don't Uh usually go backwards like that. If I was Casey Huffman, I would... I would uh, sell exactly. I sell would WWE and be like, "Hey, what can you offer me? Make me an offer I can't refuse." And uh, we'll see. I mean, I don't think that's going to happen. But uh, how, how much do you think? Real okay. Let's play this game. Say I am that gentleman in your WWE, and I wanted a quarter of a million dollars. Would you buy it? You know, it's interesting because now that the merger went through, there's a lot more money to spend. And look, I don't know how many of those shirts sold in the couple weeks that they've been in existence, but they're not in the Marchuka crate. Uh, Marchuka crate three coming soon this holiday season. Uh, I did try to buy each shirts once I caught wind of this. They're gone, right. even though. The ads for WWE Shop or Fanatics shows the Yeet shirt. Like on all, you know how you like get pop-ups on social media and stuff? Right. Yeet shirt is the one that keeps coming up. So uh I'll keep looking around because I was like, you know, maybe I should just buy a couple just for fun. No go. No go. No go. And I know that the uh outline that I sent for you guys, like I said. It's in no particular order, and we may not cover everything. Um, so I was kind of bummed CM Punk wasn't on Raw, but he is going to be on SmackDown this week, who uh, possibly joining the newest member of the SmackDown roster. That would be one Randy Orton. Uh, thoughts on Randy signing with the blue brand? Kevin, you first. Uh, fire. Uh, we, before you joined, Joe and I had a three-minute one-on-one pre-TWP podcast. And I'm going to say exactly what I told Joe. Fire. I love seeing Randy on the TV. I love seeing Randy on the microphone. I love seeing Randy wrestle. I love Randy's new daddy's home catchphrase. I love everything about the guy. 
I'm glad he's not on Raw. I, I don't even know why every time I'm like, oh, go to Raw. Oh, new person coming back. Go to Raw. My mind automatically goes there. Always. I watch both shows. I love both shows. I love both rosters. But my mind automatically goes, oh, I hope he's going to be on Raw. I hope he's going to be on Raw. But when he signed SmackDown and the whole thing last week and, uh, uh, you know, grabbing the the pen, throwing out the Raw one, uh, uh, Adam Pierce looking pissed on the outside. It was awesome. I'm so pumped to have Randy on Raw. His whole presentation, amazing. The catchphrase, people Randy's love on SmackDown. it. Randy's on SmackDown. Or he's on SmackDown, sorry. <laughs> See, my mind, I'm still I think, you're, I think you said more than enough. Go ahead. Yeah, Joe. yeah, yeah. He's awesome. Most logical move possible. Uh, the bloodline has gone through the entire roster of SmackDown. They needed someone big. They needed someone credible up to pass the Rumble, and it's Randy Orton. Makes the most sense. Not you know, needed on Raw, but he's needed on SmackDown. I thought he would just be a free agent. And, you know, now the big talk is, is Punk going to... Does that mean Punk's going to go to Raw? I don't know. Uh, I like the free agent thing. I would, you know, we talked about it last week. I would love to see Punk at NXT for a couple months, man. How fun would that be? That would be a lot of fun. Maybe he'll be we, a free we, agent. We saw your last uh, ring work. You need a little bit more uh, time at the performance center. We're going to need you at NXT. <laughs> We're going to be re- re- uh, training with Jade. <laughs> yeah, well, they were working together at AEW, yeah. so you know, makes sense. That'd be a, you know, maybe you know, have her as his second, her as his heavy, like Triple H in China. That would be fun. That would be a lot of fun. But uh, just a, a, a Joe, we'll start with you. Is Randy the one who defeats Roman Reigns for the title? No. Kevin. No. I'm gonna say yes. Win. And why? And how? And where? And who? No. Wait, the who's Orton? I, <laughs> I think it's going to happen at WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. Uh, it'll be an RKO out of nowhere. Let's see who. Who is Randy Orton? Where Mania? Where what? Uh, RKO out of nowhere. Oh, yeah. What is him? Yeah. RKO. Uh, and why? Why? Yeah. Talked about it before. I said this with the Miz and Gunther and the, the IC title. They want to erase people. They're petty. Get him closer to that 16 time champion. He'll have surpassed Triple H because he's tied with him for titles on 14. 14. Uh, get him, another, you know, one step closer to 16. And, uh, you know, if you are looking for something to watch or listen after you finish this podcast, uh, Randy was on Impulsive, Logan Paul. And this guy, I I mean, Randy's always been cool, but, like, now he's just like a real dude. You know, he talked about his military mishaps. He talked about suspensions and being a knucklehead back in the day. But, you know, when Logan Paul showed up, I wasn't the only one supporting him. Randy Orton DM'd him, talked him, and you know, what is that mentor now that you know the young guys need? And you know, I've always said that you know Brock Lesnar is the greatest sports entertainer of all time. Can do it all. Randy's right there, right there with him. So uh, 
I'm ex- go go check out Impulsive. It's only 55 minutes this week, and it's it's a good watch. And speaking of Logan Paul, uh, he was on SmackDown last Friday and announced uh, a United States title tournament to determine the new number one contender for the U.S. title. Did you tournament. say tournament? Did you Uh-oh. say tournament? I heard tournament. Yes. WWE, the inventor of tournaments. No. Tony Khan invented the tournament, a-hole. Where's that other guy? Where's Brian? So He's on assignment. Common sense on this show. Jeez. WWE can't do anything original. They got to do everything that we do at AEW. Everybody knows Tony Khan created the tournament. They could have just called it the Tony Man, but he's not that big of an egomaniac that it's tournament. Tony Khan created it, and you a-holes at WWE, you had to copy what we're doing. I'm Tony Khan. I got to go. Bye. Wow, where did he come from? Tony Man. Well, it's kind hey. of like saying Candyman three times in yeah, the uh, so. mirror. If you say that <laughs> T word, ah. Tony shows up. So, yeah. so we'll just say the bracket busters. We'll just say that. <laughs> uh, Santos Escobar, Dragon Lee, Karrion Cross, Bobby Lashley, Grayson Waller, Austin Theory, Kevin Owens. Maybe he may have a broken hand. I don't know. You know what the deal is there. And and as yet unnamed NXT superstar. Now it's cool, you know. Look, with Rey Mysterio getting hurt, there's really no, there's really nobody to challenge Logan for the U.S. title. And the good thing is, we're what six weeks away from the Royal Rumble, so we don't have to worry about rushing into a program. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Joe, thoughts on the tournament? Who do you think the NXT talent is? And if you had to replace someone in the field from any brand, who would it be? All right. Thoughts on the uh, brackets? I'm a fan of it, uh, especially going up to the Rumble. And There's no uh, premium live event in December. Uh, it makes SmackDown like something to watch, like look forward to seeing when, you know, your top two champions aren't on the show. They got to do something. So... And it's still entertaining. So that one, I like it. Number two, uh, the person. What was the second question? Uh, who from NXT do I think it's going to be? Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to say Trick. Okay. I'm going to say Trick, and it's going to like you know further that feud going into uh, take uh, takeover. Okay. And then uh, person I would replace. You're if not going you like to like this. You don't have if to. I, I don't want to. Like I think the field's fine. The way your it answer is, is no. So I don't have to replace anyone. You don't have to. I'm just saying, if you wanted to, who would it be? But you don't want to, so you don't have to. Uh, Kevin, same question. I would. I would, 100%. Uh, one, I, 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 love, I love the field right now. I think uh, the NXT superstar that I would throw in there, don't think he's going to win this weekend. I think Corbin has improved greatly in NXT, and he just won a black belt in jiu-jitsu, right? Oh, no. Put him back, or a gold medal in a tournament. Put him back on the main roster. He's technically NXT. I think He's it could elevate. And if agent. I had to re- say what? He's a free agent. And I would say, if I had to replace, looks like Kevin Owens most likely will. That LA Knight, Logan Paul, that's going to come uh, two yeah. trains headed to each other. It, it makes great sense to throw LA Knight in there. 
and it gives him something to the road to WrestleMania to kind of, you know, work him way up. Maybe that's going to be a match come uh, uh, early April. Cool. So, uh, you know, I wasn't really. I wish this was a one night tournament. Ooh. Like the old King of the Rings. Yes. yes. Now, yeah. doesn't have to be a giant PLE event. It could be like at a house show that they run on Peacock. I thought that'd be a fun one to do. I'm glad Carrying Cross is getting something to do finally. Yeah. I mean, come on. This guy has dollar signs written all over him. And, uh, you know, I know that he is fully capable of growing a full head of hair, much like I am, but I choose to be bald. I just thought he looked better bald. But I don't want to take anyone out unless it's the Kevin Owens injury. Mm. If we're going to take him out, who would I replace him with? I think it's time. Montez Ford. Let Ford. And have him and Lashley face off against each other? In the finals. To then, Ooh. and then Ford wins and proves himself to Lashley. And then we get Ford and Logan Paul at the Royal Rumble. As far as the NXT superstar, Braun Breaker would be cool. Mm-hmm. I feel like we're going to get Carmelo Hayes. He tweeted something about, he, he tweeted a picture of him and John Cena. And, uh, you know, if you watched NXT this week, they had a, Really weird inner, like, you know, NXT Anonymous caught him and Trick in the lobby, which is kind of weird, but uh, I don't know. So I think I would go Carmelo Hayes or Braun Breaker, but I really think it would be Montez Ford replacing Kevin Owens due to injury, and he wins the tournament. So that's uh, that's my kind of uh, tournament. But I really wish it was a one-night thing. I really miss those. I'll sometimes go back on Peacock and pull up, like, those old King of the Rings and just watch, like the old school ones, or even uh, was the it teenage really? Hardys were the uh, door openers. Yes, and what was uh, WrestleMania? Was it WrestleMania five? Was the tournament? No, it was WrestleMania four. Four. Oh, and then five, they Mega Powers exploded. Yeah. But, yep. Um, another uh, WWE um, note here: Raw is in Cleveland next week. CM Punk is on Raw in Cleveland last week. And CM Punk has quite the history in Cleveland, Ohio. It's where he walked out in 2014. That's where he lost to Mickey Gall in 2016-ish. His uh, UFC debut, I was there. Um, What do you think we're going to see with CM Punk in Cleveland on Raw Monday? We'll go with Joe. I don't think anything's going to be mentioned about it. I don't think, I really don't think it's going to be mentioned. I think it's going to be uh, like loud and crowd's going to be into it, but I don't think they're going to say like, he lost UFC here and he walked out here. I think they're really trying to move past that point in the storyline, storytelling mode to focus more on the next step, not the past, but the uh, present and future. So I think it's just going to be a good show, but I don't think they're going to dive into the past of all of his failures. But if they do, that is the perfect opportunity for Drew McIntyre to become even better <laughs> at just telling it, telling it like it is. 
that would be Drew and CM Punk being in the ring together on the mic. See, I, I, think, I think there will be subtle mentions. Uh, I think Rollins could dip into it. Uh, you know, you heard him last week when Pierce said he was going to try to sign Punk. He's like, yeah, sign him. And when he shows his true colors, you're going to say, hey, Seth was right. So I think with, if anything, we'll get Seth doing some subtle digs at it. Um, I wouldn't mind seeing Drew and CM Punk in a little three or four week program up to the Rumble. That'd be kind of cool. Uh, Kevin, go ahead. Yeah, I was going to say, I think uh, uh, if someone goes out to the ring and mentions a little teaser, I can see CM Punk saying, you want to get things out in the open? Let's do it. I got That's knocked cool. out in this arena. I walked out. Congratulations. You're bringing up the past. This is the present. This is the future. This is now. Go live in the past. Blah, blah, blah. Like, he could easily, and guess what? If he says any of that shit, that crowd will be fire behind him. People I love think- him bringing up the past. When he was like, I've changed. Motherfucker. I've changed. You were, six months ago, you were one of the biggest dirtbags, right? But it's all what you say. It's all perception. It's all what you're going to say to get to get people behind you. You acknowledging your downfalls and putting it out in the open. I would love it if Seth went out there and made a little subtle tease on it. And then CM Punk go right back at him. Give me it. I'd rather see. Ooh, I don't know if I want Seth and him already, though. That's the thing. But the thing is, I don't want Drew and him already. I want. It, then who do you want? Gonna, hey, I, I don't even. I don't even know. I'm, we're you spoiled want, right now because I don't want Tazawa, see, don't you? You Tazawa. want Tazawa or Truth? I, I want to see him Otis. have a easier performer. I want our to go against him that. right off the bat because I don't want him to get lost in the ring. That's that's the biggest thing. You go against Seth. You better bring your A game. That's the thing. Drew, a little bit tougher of a match, right? More physical, but you better bring your A minus game. Like, I need, I don't even know who I would put him up against. Chad Gable. Chad Gable, you better bring your B plus game. <laughs> like that, just for the technical standpoint. I don't know. I feel like he needs some repetitions before he goes into the big boys of the upper leagues, but he's going to, he's killing it on the mic. Soft, right where you want it, right? Crowd palm of the hand this Friday. We'll see him on SmackDown. We'll see what's up next Monday. That's going to be a main course, baby. We got the appetizer. We're getting a little medium right in the, we want that dessert. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see what happens. I think there's, they've got to mention something. I'm just not Um, sure how they'll go about it. Uh, This past Saturday, uh, Collision was pretty awesome. Uh, (sighs) Moxley's, promo and like there's so much to this guy that i don't think we've seen yet uh today as on wednesday like i said we are recording as dynamite's happening so we don't know what i'm talking about there was a story that came out about how he is constantly training and trying to learn new stuff from new people uh and that's why i think you know if you had to pick a franchise player of aew for me it's john Moxley. Mm-hmm. From the first night he ran down those steps behind me in Las Vegas <laughs> to this day, he is the MVP. Another thing about Collision, uh, the Tony Storm promo about Sky Blue. Moody. It was quick. Like, because you sent the rundown and you said watch Collision. So I actually did it. Did you say quick and, or her booty is thick? Which one did you say? Oh, okay. You got the you got the uh, cliff notes on that one. 
No, it was her promo was very quick. It wasn't that long, but it's I know. I, but I know what you're going for. You know, it was the <laughs> funny. You know, the line was something to the effect of "Sky Blue." You should just turn around and walk backwards because the only time people want to talk about you is when they're taking pictures of your bottom. I was like, wow, all right. And then like they went right to a pre-tape of Sky Blue where she did the whole tits up, chin out, I'm going to stick this shoe right up your ass response, which I thought was was pretty great. And then finally for me about my collision, Danielson and Kingston, the match. That's the shit that I'm into. I love it was just, you know, a little more stiff than normal for an AEW. I mean, look, I don't know what story they're trying to tell with Eddie Kingston. I think we all know Brian Danielson, well, at this time, was most likely going to win this tournament. But uh, if you've wait until you see what happens on collision this Saturday, we don't do spoilers here. Something happened at the taping and that uh, statement may change. Uh, Joe, did you? What did you think of the the match? Did you like it? Uh, it was good. It was. Um, I'm I'm still torn on Pirate Danielson now because it seems like everybody has to have an eye patch at one point during their tenure at AEW. But it is weird because it's like I'm constantly waiting for it to make him blindfolded. So that that oh, took me yeah. away from it a little bit. But I mean, pulling down the straps and like go ahead and slap and they're just slapping each other for like it was probably only for two minutes but it felt like the whole 20 minute time period yeah. uh very stiff love it and the end of like kingston just like yelling in his face and then gets knocked out <laughs> and but what about the end of the match when danielson grabbed the some guy's bottom of his case sign that said Eddie's a bum, but it's like yeah. you're a bum. You used the freaking like you know returnables for your sign, and you just threw it at his face. I'm like, well, that whole Eddie is a bum thing that started the last time these two had had matches. Uh, you know, Danielson's the professional, and Eddie looks like he's a bum, and I don't know. I I I love Kingston. There's just something about guys like him. I feel like he's more real than anything else. Um, Unfortunately, he's 0-2 in the tournament, so that doesn't bode well for him retaining his titles that he did not have to give up. Yeah, why? That's the thing that doesn't make sense <laughs> about uh, this tournament. We're allowed to say tournament here because it's AEW. Um, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense why he has to give up his titles. I don't know. I mean, he's a fighting champ. I get shouldn't it. it. Shouldn't it have been like winner gets a number one contender for a title of choice? I don't know. Uh, Kev, what do you think of Collision? All the things we just talked about. Uh, <clears throat> you didn't watch. You guys mentioned Moxley. I, I do think he's like the heart and soul, right? Mm -hmm. This is the thing. I, I thought of people. If some if people left AEW to, to make it even more down in talent level, if you, you want to show some monies, take Mox. Bribe Mox. Pretend it's a couple years down the road or throw some crazy money at Tony Khan or make a trade somehow, pretend it's the NBA uh, or, or major sports league Mox. I wouldn't go for Jericho. I go for Mox. You take Mox. There's a lot of B. So you're saying extend his contract now is what you're saying. hundred percent. If Tony, Tony, Tony is a lot of money. The Jags are amazing in the NFL. Daddy's got his money. Oh yeah. They give Mox a 10 year deal. 
right? Give him that Bret Hart deal back in the day. But Tony, don't don't renege off it. Literally take a lot of money out of daddy's pocket and give it to Mox. Tell me the money. Like Cuba Gooden Jr. Show him the money. Uh no, uh, some of his things, I don't know. The the thing with with uh, uh Eddie Kingston, when he when he talks, I believe it, right? When I hear Mox talk, I'm like, okay. 85% of it, it sounds like. No, I believe Mox. See, I, I feel like he's out of Mox his mind Mox. sometimes. Yeah. Where, but there's the difference between Eddie Kingston talking and he's out of his mind because I physically think he's somewhat out of his mind. Where I feel like Mox is somewhat cartoony at times. Uh, oh, yeah. I don't see Mox. Not, not from this collision. I, I, I just, I feel that <laughs> the only bad thing is I wish they would bring some good stuff that happens on collision to more on dynamite on a regular basis. The dynamites, I think, are struggling at times. Yeah, but dude, they if dynamite's struggling, like collision must be on life support. Like they need more stuff on collision uh to get crowds. You know, they're, they don't get crowds. I mean, we probably have more people watching right now on YouTube than uh that are gonna be a collision this weekend in Ohio or yeah, it's Montreal. Canada, you know, I mean it's crazy. And you know, tonight. Wednesday, as we're recording, is Adam Copeland versus Christian Cage. And I'm sure that's going to be an outstanding match. It'll be a lot of fun. And I believe because of that match on the bill, tickets are going to sell. There's going to be people there. Or at least it's going to look that way on camera with camera tricks. So I don't know. Uh, while I was watching Collision, um, it is AEW after all. And we all know what the E stands for in AEW when it comes to me. Num, 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 num. Extra. <laughs> Edible. Edible. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> what, was the, what was the milligram you took when you thought of this next thing? Ten. Just ten. Oh, that's not bad. Ten. <laughs> it was the last of my high flyers. <laughs> if you know, you know. Um, I want to see Vikingo versus Dolph Ziggler in a match. I don't really know. I, I think Vikingo was on collision. And we're almost at that 90-day window for the WWE releases to where they can sign or, or, you know, at least start working the indies. I want to see Vikingo versus Dolph Ziggler. And that got me to thinking of, uh, for the show, since our uh, host isn't here, uh, things that we could talk about. That's not the norm. Cause you know, there's a million other podcasts that talk about stuff on TV, but let's talk about matches that you would love to see with the upcoming, uh, you know, 90 day window expiring, or if there's just something you would love to see, Regardless of who the wrestlers work for, we'll start with you, Joe. This is going to sound lame, but we didn't get to see it. I know you're like, oh no, big shocker. Joe's going to say okay. something lame. So lame. It involves Ziggler or Nick uh, Nace. Yeah, we'll say Ziggler for this. Okay, for Ziggler. I want to see him go back to the Indies and take on the Indie God Cardona. They never had their WrestleMania. Uh, thing that they were trying to build up. Uh, I know, but that's like you said, like it's a match that like we didn't get to see. I think with this version of Cardona being like the idiot uh, deathmatch king, I want to see it in GCW as a deathmatch. Whoa! That's yeah. what... So, so you had to wait for it. I set it up, but you didn't say where, I didn't say where it was at. I want to see it in GCW as a deathmatch, because I don't think I've ever seen Ziggler in a deathmatch. Would you go to that GCW as your very first time seeing? I probably a would. At Harpo? I probably would. I probably <laughs> would. Because, like, again, 
he's like yeah, I would like to see like the technical wrestler like just basically going through glass. Uh I would gladly go to my fourth ever GCW <laughs> event with you to see that as your first. I had to think in my mind, I'm like, how many GCWs have I gone to? Vegas, Harpos, Harpos. Okay. Wild. Yeah. Wow. Ziggler versus uh, Cardona in a death match. I don't think Cardona's going to do death match anymore, even though he, you know, he won, uh, he beat Gage and all that stuff. I, but I he's a death that, match king. Yeah. <clears throat> Also, uh, every other gimmick that you can steal. He's also said I was home uh, this week at a GCW event. So, I mean, you know, <laughs> I, 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 I would see that. I would. I pay my $25 to go to see yeah, that. See, I thought of one it, and it's not cross promotion. Technically, I guess it's two promotions in the, in the, in the WWE banner. Uh, I was thinking I really would want to see Braun Breaker versus versus Chad Gable just for the fact where one is incredibly more muscular than the other. But I did also think of a Dolph Ziggler one. I would like to see him go to AEW as the showstopper, right? So cocky, so talkative with Orange Cassidy, who's, who's an amazing athlete as well, but doesn't put it out there where Dolph, you know, is more cocky. I feel like they could have an incredible match. Interesting. Um, I didn't. That mean, one would be nine dollars. I didn't mean everybody had to throw a Dolph Ziggler match out there. Oh, but, no, but the I thing know, is, but with you like mentioning that. Dolph, it probably got our juices running because <laughs> want to actually see him wrestle and maybe actually win a match. Yeah, there's that. I haven't too. seen many of those <laughs> in a long I'm, time. I'm, uh, you know, was it absence makes the heart grow fonder? I think that's, you know, for me, I was also very, I was very high. Uh, you know, but I just think that I'm excited for guys like Mustafa Ali. I'm excited oh. to see him. Top Dollar. I mean, Top Dollar is an amazing social media follow. And apparently he has hardcore matches in his arsenal. Like he's been posting videos on Twitter now of stuff he did before WWE. So that would be, I don't know if we're going to see Top Dollar at GCW. Yeah. Uh, oh, I guess geez. like Nick Gage, but I don't know. I just think it could be uh, a lot of fun. Um, like I said, Vikingo, I saw him live last month in front of like a hundred people, and it was amazing. Him and Commander, um, shit. Let's do uh, Vikingo and Ziggler on the Indies in front of a hundred people. I'm good for that. Good for that. So uh, normally, when there's a PLE, we do a preview, but I didn't prep for that. Uh, I'm looking at my little rundown. Um, let's see. What did we not touch? Um, Kevin, you had mentioned earlier the the Randy Orton daddy's back. I don't like yeah. it. I don't no. Like it. Nah. Well, I think it's funny when he when he smiles and looks so evil and he says it. I don't think it's going to stick. It's one of those like it's going to well, stick. Maybe it's for on a shirt. Two for a t-shirt. It's not a shirt. No, for a t-shirt. No, it already is on a shirt. It's no, that's sale. what I'm saying. For the T-shirt, and then in two months, it will it will change to something else. But Roman did it last year. Acknowledge your daddy. To no, that's a theory. But but, but this know. one, this one, it it it's popping, man. Referring to Rhea Ripley as mommy is a little more easier than referring to Randy Orton as daddy. So and now he's not even on the true. show, so it's like went nowhere. 
Well, no, I mean, Daddy, he said it on SmackDown too. Yeah, he said so Daddy's home. He's gonna say it everywhere, every every time now. So I don't know, uh, guys. I don't have anything else unless you guys have anything else. I'm guessing that's a no. Uh, I went and saw Mariah Carey last night. Uh, Was it all you wanted for Christmas? Oh, uh, man. You know, I missed out on Tom Petty, and he died. because And it was the all-purpose, oh, I'll catch him next tour. And then he died. And not that Mariah Carey is going to die or anything, but, like, I just, this was, she, she does will eventually. She does the Christmas tour. She doesn't tour on her, like, you know, all of her, her hits. And she's got so many hits. Um, I made it through about 40 minutes of the show. It was all Christmas songs. Apparently, she had a second Christmas album. I had no idea. Oh, she has more than that one song? No, she has two albums. Of, no, no, I, I, she had one Christmas album. I knew that, but she has a second one. I didn't know that. Did I she sing that. or lip sync? She sang. So she it, it was all singing? Awesome. Is it the same album, but it's called Mariah's version, and that makes it a second album, yeah. or is it really a second album? Oh, whatever. That was brilliant, and you know it. I saw you laugh for those who aren't watching on YouTube. Anyway, for all things That Wrestling Podcast, at That WrestlePod on social media, Gmail, That WrestlePod at gmail.com, our YouTube channel. Getting there every day, a little closer to 4,000 subscribers. That's at That Wrestling Podcast. And, uh, you know, Brian's not here. Uh, thank you for watching. Uh, make sure to subscribe or hit the notification bell or leave a comment uh, down below and let us know where you're watching. If you are listening uh, on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts, just uh, you know, let us send us a message. Let us know where you're at. Leave a review, uh, a rating. Those things all help too. Um, Brian, hopefully, we'll be back next week. Um, I, you know, we joke about the streak. I don't know, man. I think we need to have some serious talks about attendance in 2024 because uh, attendance in the second half of 2023 has not been stellar. <laughs> so anyway, this has been That Wrestling Podcast. Yeet or no yeet. And just enjoy wrestling.